Hey, welcome to Hey Ass, but how the hell welcome. are you? Welcome, 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 welcome. Lads, it's happened. It was what? only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time. Before we became a drama channel. <gasps> Finally. <laughs> Finally, our feud with every other Supernatural podcast has started. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, when are we going to make our teary apology YouTube video? Apology video? In the morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, we gotta wait. We gotta milk it for like two weeks. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Oh god, if we made one of those videos, it'd be like ten hours long, and it'd be just us being like, "We're really sorry we made some of the jokes we made." So <laughs> have either was, of y'all seen? That was wrong of us. <laughs> no, we we were in the right. Uh, I, I'm bad some, at apology, some, guys. I'm sorry. Some of the, some of the jokes we've made. There are definitely some jokes that I feel I've made that I'm like, hmm. Mm. No, it was a different yeah. time. We were, uh, yeah, we were real edge lords. Yeah, three yeah, years it was. Ago. It was yeah. a two months ago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was last week. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, um. Uh. But yeah, anyways, we're not here to put out our YouTuber apology video yet. We are here because now we can never do one because it would be like, it would be a problem. It would be self-referential. <laughs> I've given us the insurance. Uh, we are here to discuss the, I, we thought that with Supernatural over, the evil was finally defeated. <laughs> Yeah, we thought it was done, but Supernatural will never die. It just keeps coming yeah. back. It keeps it keeps dying and then coming back. I can't believe that someone was like, "Hey, is uh, is fifteen years of Supernatural enough?" And then the answer was no. You see, the, no, it's not enough. You see that horse that's been just pounded into fucking paste you can't even see the horse anymore it's it's not a horse it's a goop it's just fucking goop it's like six hits away from being glue mm -hmm. um it's one drop of blood in a quentin tarantino movie that which is six gallons is the equivalent there you go that Like that fucking horse is so tired. Let it rest. Can you milk it for any more cash? I don't know because they tried to come out with spinoffs for years. Many, many attempted spinoffs happened. Many backdoor pilots, and all of them failed. Well, finally, just... <laughs> Supernatural is doing the impossible, which is a non-backdoor pilot. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, never geez. been even been attempted before. A yeah. non-backdoor pilot, you say? Okay. Up till this year, for fifteen years, it was impossible to do a, a, a supernatural spinoff that wasn't a backdoor pilot. Yeah, uh, let's talk about okay. Let's talk about the like what the prequel is about before we get into the drama that unfolded over the weekend. Yeah, so I only kind of vaguely <clears throat> followed this. Um, I, I basically would kind of, like, glance over some headlines and paragraphs that would pop up in my, like, Google news feed on my phone. Mm -hmm. 
So I like I kind of have an idea of what is going on, but I don't know what the full scope of like the actual show is. So the show <clears throat> is um, going to be about Mary and John Winchester. Mm-hmm. It is there. It is a. It is the untold. It is their untold love story that's been described as epic. But we know it. We do know it. Yes. Um, Ackles and his wife, Danielle, who played Rachel on One Tree Hill and has a recurring supernatural role, are both at the prequel's helm with their newly launched production company. A fan favorite behind Supernatural, screenwriter Robbie Thompson, will also write and produce The Winchesters. Okay, hold up. So we've had both wives of the boys. Yes. On the show, have I have we met her yet in our run? I, have we met Jensen's wife? I don't think so. I don't think we have. I think she comes later. She does come later, I believe. Yeah. So, um, I will go ahead and say this: nobody fucking wants this. Nobody wants yeah. this. If you think you want it, you don't want it. Um, so there has been some discussion over like how it's going to work with canon because I'm not sure if you remember, but uh, Mary was we a hunter. Know, we know how it's going to end. Well, that. But Mary was a hunter. John did not know she was a hunter until after. Actually, I don't know if John ever finds out that she's a hunter. Like... They right. get well. Okay, this is where the canon is going to get altered. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, well, as far as we know, um, the uh, like really the last time we left John and Mary was when Grambles died, mm-hmm. and Mary. Someone made the demon deal to bring John back to life. Right? Is that what happened? Um. No. So. Uh, oh, oh, it was Yellow Eyes. Yes. Yellow Eyes brought, like, John. Oh, yes. He killed yes. John. And then Yellow Eyes brought back John to be like, hey, I'm going to do some shit to your son later. Right. Yes. That is that is how that is that it happened. Yes. And then we assume that John and Mary had a, a normal non hunter life up until that point. Yes. That's what we are assuming as an audience. Correct. And that is unless we've seen some other shit about that later. No, I mean that's pretty much. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ben, but that's pretty much canon. Like John and Mary lived a pretty had a pretty normal marriage. John was, you know, a a vet who was unaware of Mary's past and childhood, and then she dies, and John, in his grief, like gets super into figuring out what happened. And that's how he stumbles across monsters exist. That should be yeah pretty much right because I think Mary wanted to find somebody with no connection to hunting whatsoever just to get out of the life. 
So the other issue that I have with it is that it's been described as an epic untold love story. Well, one, we kind of already know it. Two, it honestly, the show suggests that Mary and John's life and marriage were not perfect, that they actually had a lot of issues, that they fought a lot. I think at one point, and I might be totally out of left field here, like they were thinking about getting a divorce or something. I'm, that that I might have made up in my head, but I think you made that up in your head. <clears throat> but they did fight. They did have a lot of issues. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows and butterflies. I mean, no relationship is, but like, I don't know. I just don't think um, former hunter and guy settle down for a pretty normal life until she's brutally murdered makes for like a super interesting television show. Um, no, that makes for a super interesting television show, but not for Supernatural. Right. You know what? I can see this being... I can see this being... I don't know anything about WandaVision, but I can see this being like a WandaVision clone. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that was the inspiration, maybe. Probably. Possibly. So, I will go ahead and say I don't mind the whole, like... We... I don't mind the whole we know how it ends thing and we know it ends in tragedy. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, we uh, Rogue One is like that. Like, we know how that ends. Oh, yeah. I mean, same with the prequel. Speaking of Star Wars, the prequel movies. I was actually specifically thinking, like, um, Harry Potter fan fiction, one of the most popular subgenres is Marauders fiction. Mm. And that uh, that obviously ends with everybody dead or in jail or <laughs> destitute and alone and friendless or hiding as a yeah. rat. And oh, like, man. yeah, that's that's kind of the po- yeah. like we all know that, and it's kind of the point. Um, mm. So, like, I don't I don't necessarily have an issue with that. I do have an issue with the fact that nobody fucking likes John. <laughs> yeah, nobody likes John. <laughs> Fuck that. Again, uh, nobody nobody wanted this, but if we were going to do it, there wasn't anyone else we could follow. Like, it had to be John and Mary. No, that's not true at all. You could, like, really do a really awesome, like, Bobby and uh, Rufus show from when they were, like, growing up together. I think we floated to the idea of doing a Bobby and Rufus show on this show. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that sounds about right. That sounds like something we would do. Yeah, that's that's, that's exactly my point. Is like we've already had that idea, and someone should steal it from us and make it. Yeah, I think that would be way better than a Wanda clone slash Rogue One clone. Uh, it would be less lazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I excited to get more supernatural content? Yeah, no. kind like I'm excited to see it in the same way. Like you ever just watched and seen a car wreck about to happen and then it fucking happens. Yeah, that that's the <laughs> yeah I get that. That's the kind of the vibe I'm getting from this. Like I nice. want I want it to be good. I want it to succeed. I know it's probably going to be trash, though. I just feel like supernatural fanfic exists. It's not the same. It kind of is, but it's not. It's not the same. Going, though. It's, I, it's not, but... Here's, here's a take. 
why do why do a TV show for what could have been like a mini series in a comic? Yeah, yeah. Just like Fight Club sequels it, yeah. Um, to milk the money cow. Yeah, we have yeah. to take every spark of a good idea and run it into the ground until you hate it. Do you like Loki? Great, we're gonna shove him in your face until you want to die. <laughs> like, did you know there's going to be a Good Omens second season? Yeah, didn't thing. they like uh, wrap that shit up at the first one? They sure shit did. Like it's a book; it has an end. Yep, there's no sequel. Yeah. I the the show even has a pretty definitive ending. It felt like. Yeah, because it's the ending of the book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they it, and you know what. Spoiler for Good Omens, the show's been out for years and the book even longer, so not, um, you know, get over it. But the Good Omens is kind of pulling the same thing Supernatural did. Because Very much they so. averted the apocalypse and now they're just continuing the show. Yeah. It's funny because <laughs> Eric Kripke stole a lot of ideas from Good Omens and now Good Omens is stealing ideas from Supernatural. <laughs> I just, I love it. every time Supernatural anything happens, my my world is set for a fucking loop. And it's, yeah, it just drives me insane. Would you like to hear some of my favorite uh, reactions to Hell yeah. the, <laughs> I shared these in the group chat, but uh, tonight's Supernatural drama has been more entertaining the entirety of season 15. Can't wait for Jackals to be hailed as the J.K. Rowling of the Supernatural fandom. The true should have should have shut up after it ended. <laughs> Rest in peace, Jensen, Mister Sexy Silence Ackles. You would have loved shutting the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one explanation for this. This is super hell. We all got sent here for being gay, and this is how they're torturing us. That one was great. Yeah. And then my favorite, which is the iCarly Spencer has an ostrich meme, and it's what you got there? A smoothie and the ostrich is the John and Mary spinoff. Yeah. French mistake Misha Collins didn't die for this. That was also a good one. That was good. <laughs> so here is the actual drama. The news gets released that there is going to be a supernatural prequel. Already devastating news on its own. Like, truly, we did not need any more. And then Jared Padalecki on June 24th, 2021, tweets, Dude, happy for you. Wish I heard this about this some other way than Twitter. I'm excited to watch, but bum that Sam Winchester had no involvement whatsoever. Oh, <sighs> Yeah. They didn't tell Jared Padalecki that there was going to be a prequel. I mean, I this is kind of how the um this is kind of like how Mark Hamill and gang felt when they found found out that there was going to be Star Wars prequels. Yeah. They were just like, "Okay. Bye, I guess." Mm -hmm. Fuck. So, I will go ahead and say this. I have to assume that Jensen Ackles... Okay, so Jensen's story is that he thought Sam knew. 
He thought Jared knew. He thought Jared knew. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> he is Sam in my head. He thought Sam knew. The character. Um, right. He thought Jared knew. And I, I, I mean, that's valid. Like, I guess you maybe in this situation you would expect like a CW. I don't know enough about how TV works. Yeah, or like I mean, these like, types I of guess things. In in some way, like especially because he's working on Walker right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I guess. And well, I can see it being like, oh, maybe a CW executive told him while he was on set or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's a CW production. Maybe word has gotten around. Yeah. But apparently not around enough. No. Yeah. And then somebody tweeted, this has got to be a bad joke at Jarpat, at Jensen Eccles. This ain't it, sirs. We're freaking out. And Jared said, no, it's not. This is the first I've heard about it. I'm gutted. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Now, I will say that Misha Collins was also not told either. Yeah. And his response was, um, his response was like, hey, I'd love to be in it, which is just such a Misha Collins response. Like, <laughs> I just think that's very him or for, yeah, for what like, he presents hey guys, to the to be world. Included. All right, bye. <laughs> yeah. Once again, French mistake. Misha Collins didn't die for this. Um <laughs> And uh, it seems like everybody's made up. I've seen some some tweets floating around on the internet where, like, Jared Padalecki is like, fuck you, Robbie Thompson, in particular. Uh, I don't think necessarily think that tweet is real. Because I, ha- I didn't see on his Twitter. I mean, it's possible he deleted it, but... Right. I don't know. I just think that that's a little, like, aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently they've made up and everything's cool. And then JPad sent out a little thing that was like, don't send anybody hate or death threats, which is like completely fair. Because uh, yeah. that's just really inappropriate. A very thing for him to say. Yeah. Over like drama between two actors on the same show. Like, I just don't think <laughs> this is a thing. And then Jensen Ackle said, um, so Jared Pelecki said, Jensen Ackles and I had a great talk, as we often do, and things are good. The show is early in the process with miles to go. We've traveled a lot of roads together, and sometimes those damn roads have bumps. Bumps don't stop us. Once brothers, always brothers. And Jensen said, love you. Miss these talks. I forgot how much FaceTime we always used to get, and I miss that too. I know you're busy, as am I, but you're still my brother. I miss you, pal. So, like... Nice. At least according to their Twitters, they're cool. Sounds like this was just a misunderstanding. Really not a big deal. Yeah. People should let it go. <laughs> oh, God. I just re-realized who Robbie Thompson was. Fuck me. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. No. Now let's talk about the real villain of the story, Robbie Thompson. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, God. The dialogue in this show is going to be unlistenable. I mean, and it's going to have cool 70s groovy slang. That's even worse. No, I think it's even better. No, it's going to be a ton of references that are How topical to the seventies. Write a show in the past when he can't reference <laughs> things that don't exist yet. <laughs> He'll reference seventies things. Do you like being on candid camera? The other He'll make sure shit? that it's set in nineteen seventy nine, so he can reference Star Wars. <laughs> Hey, did you guys go see that Star War that just happened? 
<laughs> oh my god. Shit. Anyway, sorry. I <laughs> No, you're fine. I, I totally wrecked the momentum there. I guess you know, I, I it sounds like yeah, there was some drama and it sounds like it's really none of our business. <laughs> um yeah. Honestly, I'm glad that they were able to work it out. This is not like things you never hear on a drama channel. Well, I guess it's <laughs> yeah. really not our business. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Like when we have good start. Like friends have fights. Friends are you know insensitive to each other and don't necessarily think like, yeah. oh, I need to make sure that this person hears this from me. You know, do yeah. I think Jensen should have I don't know told his former former co-stars that a supernatural prequel is happening? Yeah, like maybe he should have sent them a text or something before yeah. the news broke but like you said he thought that jared and misha knew and whatever like i'm i mean and it's it's hey it's also totally fair to be like jensen probably didn't know when the news about it was gonna get broken yeah. or maybe he was under contract and couldn't tell them yeah like like there's so many like different there's so many different like things behind this yeah it's he not it nda even exactly and we don't necessarily know everything and it's also again not really our business like because that's the other thing do i think jensen should have told jared yes but do i think jared should have like aired out his feelings on twitter no if it were me i would have sent a text do you know what i mean yeah. Like, because that's yeah. what started this whole thing. And I get that, again, when you're upset, you're not necessarily thinking of these things, but, like, it's really just not... Like, it was insensitive that he didn't tell you, but maybe he couldn't. And it was also kind of a bad look that you tweeted about it when you could have just talked about it privately, but you were upset. Mm -hmm. And I don't really care. I care more about the fact <laughs> that the show will never be fucking over. Yeah. Uh, are we going to watch the prequel? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> we got to at least watch the pilot like we did with Walker. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Maybe uh, maybe it'll be out by the time we're done with this show and we can just continue the feed with the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> our, our service to su the, the supernatural Leviathan will never fucking end. <laughs> Never, never did I think in a million years when we were making those jokes about how we'd be making Supernatural for the rest of my own lives, did I think they would come true. I mean, when we started the show, there was no end in sight still. There wasn't, but I assumed someone would die and they'd have to end the show then. <laughs> like, just... Oh, I, man. I mean, I didn't want anyone to die, but I, it has to happen eventually. Everybody does it. This is true. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Um, I I think I mused about this in our in our little group chat. I said this is basically like Jared has his show with Walker mm -hmm. and his wife is on it, and so that's his show. And now they want to bring back the other star of their previous cash cow with another show yeah and i guess this is the show that jensen pitched or i don't know robbie thompson maybe 
or maybe Robbie Thompson pitched it. But basically, to me, this is the network getting the second star of their cash cow back on the network. Mm-hmm. Because they know that if, like, I'm sure the ratings of Walker are, were very telling mm-hmm. that if a, an ex-supernatural lead is going to be on this, it's going to do well, at least for, I don't know what the numbers on Walker are like now or what the reception is. like. I haven't heard anyone talk about Walker uh, since last year. <laughs> Um, or since we, since it like came out, I don't even remember when that was. Um, <laughs> I spend a little more time on, uh, Tumblr than you do, which is to say I spend any time, yeah, any time, any time on Tumblr and Are people still talking about Walker on, uh, on the tumbles. At, at least the ones who like, I follow some accounts that are like supernatural accounts and yeah, at least those mm-hmm. supernatural accounts do. It got b- rebooted for a rebooted, renewed for a second season. So, okay. I guess so I mean, yeah, right. it's doing all right. But yeah, so basically, that that's my thoughts on it. It's it's just CW bringing J- uh, Jensen back because they had Jared on his own show. Now Jensen gets his own show, and that's double the money for the CW because now they're not on the same show; they're on different shows. Um. And yeah. then we'll have a Walker and Winchester crossover. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I will go ahead and say that the only way this theory is acceptable is if, like, next week we find out Misha Collins has a spinoff show or, like, a reboot of Three's Company that he starred. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Supernatural. His wife is on it too. And his wife is also on it. I don't think she's an actor. Dragnet. She's a writer. Okay. She's writing it. She's writing the Dragnet reboot starring Misha Collins. I'd watch that. Your silence is telling. I'm sorry. No, it's am okay. That, like, am I the only one that likes Dragnet here? No, I'm trying to find more supernatural prequel things that I find funny. And one is, you're laughing. Supernatural has been trending for three days, and you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I just, I, I can't, I can't handle it. Oh, my God. You know, I think I've seen more Joker memes. I've probably spent more time watching Joker memes or seeing them than I than I could have spent watching that fucking movie. And that makes me happy. You think that this supernatural prequel is funny? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm tired of pretending I it's, it's not. not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, somebody posted songs from Olivia Rodriguez Sour and it's Brutal Traitor Driver's License One Step Forward Three Steps Back and it's POV You Are Jared Padalecki (laughs) Okay, so here is the tweet that people are saying Jensen tweeted and that he deleted not Jensen, Jared at Robbie Thompson Mm -hmm. 
Etuberte? Wow, what a truly awful thing you've done. Bravo, you coward. Fuck. What? Which is... Wait, Jensen tweeted that? Jared tweeted that. Oh, Jared tweeted that. Yeah. Allegedly allegedly tweeted that and deleted it. Allegedly tweeted that and deleted it, yeah. I will go ahead and say... Again, I'm mostly seeing this on Tumblr and like... Love me some tumbles. It's a great time, but it's really easy to trick people on there. And edited tweets have sent people into an upper war before when oh, they've been yeah. faked. Oh, yeah. So it's true for Facebook too, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's very easy to edit um, and like fake people's like tweet social media posts in general. Um, so I will go ahead and say that. Yeah, I, I just don't know because I haven't because the only ones that I've seen from like official news sites, you know, CNN, um, NPR had a story about this over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, NPR? No, I'm kidding. That was a joke. Yeah, I was like, God, they really got to sort out their fucking priorities. Their recent uh, Radio Lab episode was actually about this. No. Um, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Could you imagine fucking doing a radio show about Supernatural? Uh, oh, God. Imagine it. I'm living it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could I imagine it? Oh, my God. The Polygon article is, congrats, Supernatural fans. A prequel series is in the works. Super Who Luck lives another day. You know what? Oh, Jesus Christ. I love Polygon headlines. Good for Super Who Luck. <laughs> it's not dead yet. Ugh, supernatural will never be over. It'll live on in our hearts. It'll live on forever. And on the CW. Yeah, I will yeah. say, I guess the real supernatural spinoff is the friends we met along the way. Uh, yeah. it's, it's the or journey the from... stuff on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the... The real, the real supernatural prequel is, are the people that leave us three-star reviews. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? And I appreciate the fact that they're three star. Cause that's fair. It's like y'all are good, but not that good. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> they're really they're they're building us up with that constructive criticism. If I can remember a single line from that woman's review that she left us a ways back. All I remember was that she thought I was cool because I was the Dean fan and y'all oh, hate yeah. Sam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 It's all right. We can't please everybody. Some might say we please nobody. Speaking yeah. of, Travis, what episode of Supernatural are we talking about today? And why is it uh, called Taxi Driver? Why is it called Taxi Driver? Mm-hmm. It's called Taxi Driver because Sam and Dean are going to the big city and uh, they get there, and as they try to, like, you know, drive down the street, someone walks in front of them and is like, hey, I'm walking here. And then uh, they go to a deli, and someone's like, get some gabagool. Uh, you know, you walk in. And that's... <laughs> That's what happens. Have you seen Taxi Driver, man? <laughs> None of that happens in Taxi Driver. Yeah. Uh. Just read. I was doing my Sopranos impression, actually. That was spot on. <laughs> Gabagool. Gabagool. I'm going to go ahead and say this. 
One question the Supernatural prequel could absolutely answer for me is whether or not Sam and Dean have ever been to New York. <laughs> to New York? Were they ever home alone to lost in New York? Because I, I, I could absolutely pointed out which way shit was to him. I could absolutely see um, Dean ordering a large cheese pizza, no toppings, just cheese. Oh hell yeah! I mean, that's how you get yeah. it, so you can fold it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the that's the kids' dream pizza. I mean, fuck! I'm 28. That's still my dream pizza. Yeah, cheese pizza is still pretty like, good. Sometimes you just need a cheese pizza. Yeah, I want to go to New York and eat a giant slice of pizza. You know, pizza, pizza, me baby. All right. All right. Let's watch this episode. <laughs> ready too i'm still rolling baby and we're back you guys you guys i i never thought that i would see the day where i enjoyed an episode that was written by brad buckner and eugenie ross lemming broken clock my friend hey it's i i really enjoyed watching this episode y'all I, I really there were I I do have some qualms, but for the most part, there was so much of this episode that I really liked. I will, especially visually. Yes. I will go ahead and say I never thought I'd see the day where Supernatural would kill off a character and then bring them back for one fucking episode for literally no reason. And me not absolutely hate it with every fiber of my being. But this is the episode. This is the exception. Yeah. 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 But did they bring Bobby back? Yes. They brought him back to do this one episode. <laughs> yeah. It's basically a Bobby cameo. Yes. Yeah. It's not. They didn't bring him back like. Um, so this is. What, uh, what was it? Season seven, where he was a ghost bopping around. Yes, this is the better version of that by all accounts. Yes, very much so. Like Bobby's back for one episode because they find out he's in hell and they're gonna pop him up to heaven. I will go ahead and say this: um, if this, like, if we had not seen Bobby from his death to now, seeing him again would have been way more satisfying oh absolutely like, if we had gotten no yeah. bobby throughout all of season seven or eight after he died yes wait no this is eight yeah all of season seven after he died yeah, yeah. after he died all of season seven and there was no ghost bobby like this would have been a i would have immediately started crying as soon as i saw bobby um yeah that would have been amazing i will say i do have some qualms about how they brought him back um and we'll talk about that in a little bit but on the whole i think this is the only time that supernatural pulls this bullshit and i don't completely pull it off like execute well yeah they they execute it well enough well enough also i'm glad that it was sam and bobby because it almost yeah. makes up for sam's reaction to bobby's death in season seven basically being like 
hey man, you sent me that two for one coupon to, to, for two for one Blizzard from Dairy Queen, and I really appreciate that. Was really cool of you, dude. Thank you so much. My summer's so much better. You got me. The, you got me the nine dollar. You got me the the little summer uh, mini mini frosty pass for the summer. I great know movie. that you filled out your like buy ten get one free um coffee thing at you know Dunkin Doodaddies but you gave it to me instead of getting that free coffee for yourself and I know that was a big sacrifice so thank you so much Bobby yeah I'm never gonna get over what happened in that episode (laughs) ever ever do you hear me (sighs) so definitely definitely preferred like Sam and Bobby this episode to um in death store for sure oh yeah uh a lot happens this episode and i think i'm gonna need the help of our friend but not sponsor uh supernaturalwiki.com yeah i'm on supernaturalwiki.com <laughs> hell who isn't on supernaturalwiki.com who these days hey, if, you're not, if you're not on supernaturalwiki.com what are you doing yeah get, get on it right now <laughs> So the, cash. I don't know if we need it, but send it to him. The episode starts with Kevin having a dream about like Crowley speaking to him and saying shit like, we know where you are, we'll find you, you can't hide forever, blah, blah, blah. He calls Sam and Dean pretty distraught over this. Oh, he also like figures out he's got an amputation fetish. Uh, he calls Sam and yeah. Dean... <laughs> super distraught um and tells them that he has figured out the second trial to closing the gates of hell which is to rescue an innocent soul from hell and deliver it to heaven to get to hell sam and dean summon a crossroads demon who they then torture for information and he reveals that there are rogue reapers who can smuggle people's souls in and out of hell and also in and out of heaven they find one named ajay who i actually really loved as a character and wish he hadn't died um who is a taxi driver and reaper who for the right price which is a favor um agrees to take sam to purgatory uh, or it takes agrees to take sam to hell to rescue bobby who sam and dean find out is actually in hell uh, because Crowley's a dick. Well, and because Ajay is the reaper who reaped Bobby. Yes. So he knew. Yes. <clears throat> Sam says that he's going to go alone because he has to be the one to complete these trials. And Ajay takes him to Purgatory, which is hell adjacent, but not all the way to hell. And he goes and butts off and says he'll bring him back in 24 hours. During that time, Dean and Kevin have a conversation where Dean is like, rub some dirt in it. Crowley is not after you. It's all fine. Like, I mean, it's not fine, but, you know, we're in it. So you just have to kind of deal with it. Uh, And Kevin just kind of fucks off and goes and does his own thing. Ajay gets killed by Crowley, who is freaking the fuck out because he's kind of behind what the Winchester's plans are. And Sam finds Bobby, who's been being tortured in hell. It's very sad. Um, Sam gets Bobby out of hell pretty easily. They only have to, like, fight off a couple of demons. 
and Dean is visited by Naomi, who is the angel who was brainwashing Cass. She assures Dean that she is on his side, that she just wants heaven to be safe, that she also wants to close the gates of hell. She tells him that, like, he wasn't tortured. She wasn't, like, brainwashing Cass or torturing him. She was just having conversations with him, but telling him that, you know, they need to get the tablet back at any cost. And that's how Cass took, like, killing Dean, et cetera, et cetera. Um, eventually, uh, Dean realizes that Ajay is dead, and he calls Benny to get Bobby and Sam out of purgatory. Benny, because he's in love with Dean, like agrees to do it immediately, and also because he's a little sad, agrees to do it immediately, despite the fact that he should literally have no reason to help them. Um, safely gets Sam and Dean out and sacrifices himself or safely gets Sam and Bobby out and sacrifices himself to let Sam escape purgatory they travel or they don't really travel but they you know Sam and Dean lets Bobby's spirit go and just as he starts to ascend to heaven Crowley shows up to continue to be a dick and try to prevent Bobby from getting up there. Naomi shows up to stop Crowley. Sam completes the second ritual and starts to feel like really bad about it. Meanwhile, Crowley shows up to Kevin and says that he's killed Kevin's mom and takes Kevin with him except when sam and dean show up um the windows are still intact and kevin is gone along with all of his notes and belongings so that hallucination didn't happen on the way back uh on the way to the bunker dean tells sam that he didn't burn benny's bones even though he thinks sam would have wanted him to do that and sam's like no i see what you see in him now and that's how the episode ends. Oh man, there's like, oh, there's so much. I mean, like, this is a this is an end game season. Uh, this is like a season end game episode. Mm-hmm. So of course, there's like a lot going on. But <coughs> there's so much of it that I really enjoyed. First of all, all of Kevin's <coughs> oh yeah oh, yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm dying. I loved the I like I loved the cold open, obviously. Um. <laughs> What do you mean, obviously? Did you also have an amputation fetish you're trying to work through? I mean, I'm just saying it was, you know. It's, um, and if I had to pause you know, to jerk off twice, really, that's nobody's really business cool, but my own. It was just, you know, it was a pretty cool thing to see, you know? Um, you know, it was just, it was just pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> it was just pretty cool, huh? It was just uh, uh, sweaty. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, buddy, you okay? You look a little red in the face. Oh, man. I was trying to do that SpongeBob TikTok mate with Squidward. Why are you sweating so much? uh... What's up with your pants? Y'all, this is going to be a long fucking episode. I've just realized we have so much to get through. We're already like, (laughs) damn you, uh... supernatural prequel drama. But, 
Yeah, like Kevin's whole deal, because he's delirious. Mm-hmm. He's not been treating himself well Mm-mm. because he wants to translate all of this as fast as possible. Yeah. Because for him, closing the gates of hell is his way out of being in the hunter circle. Yeah. I mean, I guess... Uh, and out of out of being a, a prophet. I can see his logic on how he thinks he'll be able to escape this, because, like, what do monsters want with him? What will right. angels want with him once all the demons are sealed up? Like, he's not going to be a usable... Well, I can actually think of some reasons why angels would want him, but demons... He's not going to be a usable pun in any demons game, so, like... Maybe the angels will leave him alone. And monsters, why the fuck would they care? Other than, you know, prey. Um, which was his lot in life before he knew all this shit existed. What I don't understand is Sam has also been like, maybe I can have a normal life after we close the gates of hell. Sam, you stupid slut. You can never have a normal life. That shit is over. It's done. Like, we've proven that too many times. Because monsters will still exist, even if we close hell's gates. Allegedly. Um, But yeah, I loved the reveal that like Crow, it literally is all in his head. Yes, like him hearing Crowley and thinking that he's been kidnapped by Crowley. It's all in his head because you know we return and we find that the windows are not broken, and he's just gone and took all of the stuff with him. Also, I'm really glad that um, Mrs. Strand's not dead. Yeah. Yes, I would have been heartbroken if that were the case. Um, so I, I'm really looking forward to what is finding out what's going on with him mm-hmm. or like, you know, Kevin's conclusion, basically. Um, what did y'all think of Benny in this episode? Pour one out. Oh man. The, the Denny's, the Denny's moment that we had in this episode. Uh, King shit. Another single tear. Yeah. On the uh, on the other side of my eye, uh, earlier this season, I had the I had the um, Destiel tear on one side of my face, yep. and then I had the Denny's tear on the other side. You were crying a lot during these episodes. Are you okay, bud? Yeah, you know what? I mean, I've watched Bo Burnham's Inside like twenty times in a row, but I think I'm fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. There's nothing to worry about. Okay. Uh, when he was basically like, "There's, I don't fit in anywhere." I don't fit in with vampires. I don't fit in with humans. I knew then that he was going to do some stupid bullshit. Oh, yeah. Last time we were going to see Benny. But the way that he immediately agreed, Dean was like, will you go get my brother? I know I literally, like, am going, it's, I have to kill you again. Send you to this place you hate. You don't have a guaranteed way to get back because Sam fucking hates you. And then, like, this Benny's like, yeah, this is who, and Dean's like, yeah, it's too much, and then Benny immediately agrees, and I was like, he's in love with you, Dean. He loves you. Oh, so good, so good, so good, so it was such an emotional scene. Yeah, and just like, and Dean having to be like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck. It's like fucking. It's like the killing of old Yeller. It's gonna. It's, it was just like I'm gonna fucking do it. Like, God, it was really good. Judson did a great job this episode. Yeah, and so did was, um. Yeah, Benning's actor Ty Olson. I will go ahead and say Benny's death completely unnecessary. If they had just, with a quickness, it would have been fine. 
Oh, yeah. Like, you can't tell me that Sam couldn't have outrun, like, well, okay, maybe he couldn't outrun them. But I feel like if Benny had just gotten in the fucking arm and left, they would have been fine. Oh, yeah, they definitely could have been fine. Yeah. You know, Benny had to have his little... Um, uh, like as when when Benny like went to go fight those other vampires and started dying for like I, I heard fucking Radiohead's creep start playing in my head yes because he's just like I'm a creep I'm a weirdo because he doesn't fit in anywhere <laughs> like <laughs> I will um go ahead and say that while Benny's death did affect me, I'm really bummed out because I would have loved for him to be a reoccurring kid. Guys, we don't have to kill everybody. Y'all know yeah. that, right? Like, we can let some people live. Like, I actually really... Some people can live and then actually have meaningful cameos because they're still alive. Yeah, and it's not, like, weird and out of left fucking field. Um, I actually really loved um, Ajay's character as well. And, yeah. like, when he was... like, I just love characters like that who, you know, they're not necessarily in it for anyone other than themselves. Mm-hmm. They're just they're just there to make a buck. They've got a business to run. And when he asked, when he was like, Sam and Dean, I'm going to need a favor from y'all later down the line. I was like, oh, what could this yeah. favor have been? Hey, I'm super bummed out that he got killed by Crowley mm-hmm. because that would have been a whole episode. Yeah, that would have been a whole Sam episode. Sam and Dean doing the favor for Ajay. And again, like... These characters can have character arcs, you know? Just because he's a morally gray reaper doesn't mean he has to stay that way. Maybe through working with Sam and Dean, he sees the inherent goodness of blah, 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 or whatever the fuck, you know, it doesn't matter. But the point is, is that I think he would have been a really cool side character, and it's a shame that he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, I think I kind of nailed down why I'm not enjoying Crowley very much this season. Why is that? Okay. Well, one, he's just not a very good, I just don't enjoy him as a main villain. Mm-hmm. And two, I, no, no, I don't have another reason. I just don't enjoy him as a main villain. Yeah. Quick, real quick tangent back to Audrey real quick. His actor, uh, a soft Cohen, is the border agent in Fast and Furious, we've, which we've watched in Let's Shag Ass. <gasps> we didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, a backdoor double, do, double doozy for LSA. <laughs> He's also... Anyway, sorry. sorry to go there. No, you're fine. But so back to why Crowley is not an effective. Well, I just, I, I don't think he's okay. So something happened this episode that I was like, damn Crowley, get with the program. We are very close to the end of the season and Crowley seems kind of um, far behind. Yeah. Especially this episode. He yeah. Like real, really struggling. He is yeah. barely aware of what is happening. And I do feel like, Maybe he would work a little bit better as a villain if he was a couple steps ahead of the Winchesters. Mm -hmm. I think that would be absolutely possible as it's kind of in Crowley's whole thing this entire time. 
Right. Well, and it was also Dick Roman's thing all of season seven. Right. Like, Dick Roman was basically ahead of Sam and Dean the entire time. Yeah, until the very end when Sam and Dean pulled, you know, got the literal word of God and yeah. were able to pull some bullshit out of their ass, uh, which is absolutely fine, you know? Um, I just, I don't know. I, I kind of like Crowley as their evil fifth teammate. Um, well, evil fourth teammate, I guess. I just don't think he makes a very threatening villain, and yeah, I'm just not a fan. I will also go ahead and say that I we went to hell, and while the look of it was very cool, I also much prefer hell and heaven when they're kind of abstract ideas. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I I agree. I, I enjoyed the little glimpse that we did see. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, it's kind of cool not seeing hell as an abstract blob of chains holding people up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, it, it, I, it, it, they are better as, like, abstract, uh, concepts. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I could see, you know, how, um... You know, we've seen heaven, and heaven is basically a collection of people's, you know, best. Like, it's the best of everyone's memories or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I can kind of see hell as, like, you know, when we saw hell, hell was this hallway of tortured people. And we've also seen hell as just a a, a bunch of people waiting in line. Mm -hmm. Um... So I, I I'd like to think that this is just a version of hell that we've seen. Yeah. Because we've seen other versions of hell, and this is just like hell is just meant to fit whatever who is there is looking for. Sure. But I will go ahead and say that Crowley's hell is kind of lame. Yeah. Like, it wasn't very scary. And I do think this is as we see more of it. I think the reason why Heaven and Dark Side of the Moon worked and why later iterations of Heaven that we're seeing don't is because in Dark Side of the Moon, one, I think they pulled out all the stops. Like, they really mm-hmm. they really did some very small things to make it feel otherworldly. For sure. Um, two, this isn't heaven it's what humans view heaven as as like human brains just can't comprehend something like that something so you know outer dimensional like we can't they can't see Cass. they're not able to perceive it so Mm -hmm. heaven where the angels hang out is just like would just be insane to our tiny human minds but the heaven that's meant for humans, yeah, that does make sense to us. Um, I guess you could make the same article for hell, but hell is supposed to be like the scary, awful place. And that typically works better the less we see it. So when we for see sure. people standing in a line, it just doesn't really that, that was definitely for the gag. Oh, it was a joke for sure. 
Yeah. But then you have episodes where it's like, we're going to hell and it's scary. And it's like, mm, just seems to be like three demons walking down some hallways and some people in cages. It's, it's not really that scary. Like slight Hellraiser vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just, this is what I felt from it. I, I did like seeing all the people that were locked away and how they were all kind of like affected by hell in their own way. Yeah, I did. Um, I think my favorite like hell person was the um, the girl who kept being like, I knew you'd come for me. I prayed for you. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I, and then I also I just really liked the look of the guy that had like the ring. Mm-hmm. I think it was like going through his eyes or something. They were like, yeah, basically yeah, like a big big ring on his face. That was a good. That was a cool like looking hell victim. So quick question about Crowley. He didn't like gain special powers when he became king of hell, right? Like he's just a super powerful demon. He's not an angel. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Just checking. I'm assuming he's just the most powerful demon. Yeah, at this point. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because there's no way, I mean, obviously there's no way that he could stand up to Lucifer's power because Lucifer is an angel. Right. Well, he's an archangel. Archangel, even. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So would we say, so would we say Crowley is like on the level of... Um, like Cass at this point, because angels kind of in the in the hierarchy of like rock paper scissors, angels have typically been able to beat demons pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Like it really seems like demons kind of have to do a quantity over quality when it comes to fighting them. I would say that Crowley and Cass are pretty evenly matched, especially now that Crowley has these like stolen angel weapons. <laughs> Oh yeah, they really gotta stop leaving th- those things around, guys. Pick yeah, up your shit. I, I think, I think that's his major boon is that Crowley and his crew have some angel weapons on their hands, mm-hmm. and that is really what gives them a leg up in the game now. This is the first major plot episode I think we've had in a while that doesn't have Cass in it, yeah. where he wasn't uh, dead. See, we're not gonna count yeah. season seven because he was dead like the whole mm-hmm. time. That is true. Yeah. I miss him. I bet we see him I'm soon. I'm sure he's doing all right. Perhaps. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. So since we're on hell, let's talk about Bobby. Yeah. So I I actually, I kind of liked how Bobby's form of torture was basically just like demons <laughs> pretending to be Sam and Dean possessed by demons. Um, I also really enjoyed how he punched the shit out of Sam and then Sam was like, I'm Sam. Like, what are you doing? I thought that was really funny. (laughs) That was great. I also loved the moment where, you know, it's the two Sams and Bobby stabs one of them and the real Sam goes, you knew, right? You knew it was me somehow. And Bobby was like, "Mm." I took a stab at it. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. 50-50 50-50 chance, hey. uh, which are pretty good odds. I mean, they're not bad. Yeah. Yeah. You really can't cut Bobby short. They're a Midland. Mm-hmm. 
You can't cut Damon by Sam, though. Uh, when they went through purgatory, oh my god, we did have a moment in the episode where Bobby was like, I know the agreement where, you know, dead things should stay dead and you don't bring each other back to life. I taught y'all that agreement, but that's a non-agreement. Shut the fuck up, Bobby. No, it is not. Okay. This is like the one big thing that I didn't like about this episode Mm -hmm. was Bobby was on Dean's side on this. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like in the past we have had Bobby kind of come down on Dean's side when it comes to issues between the brothers. But I really feel like um, Bobby shouldn't have said anything about it. Yeah, he could have just been like, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Like, and then that could be it. Because I, I think what it should have been is... You know, Bobby says, like, when, um, I can't remember. Sam says something about Dean being there for a year or something. But basically, they're like, yeah, Dean had to be here for a whole year. Mm-hmm. And then Sam is like, well, and then Bobby's like, did you look for him? And then Sam is like, well, you know, I thought he was dead, so I didn't try to bring him back because of our agreement. And then Bobby's like, yeah. And and Sam has to be like, well, you know, I didn't know that he was here. Like, there's no way for me to know that Dean was in this place. Right. Yeah. And Bobby would be like, you're right, Sam. Now let's keep going. Yeah. yeah. Because I will go ahead and say, like, they didn't try to bring Bobby back per their agreement that they had. And then the second they found out that Bobby was being tortured in hell, Sam immediately was like, Oh, we got to go get Bobby back and get him to heaven because that is bad. So it's not like Sam's just pro leaving people to be tortured forever. Like he he's, I don't know if you guys remember this. Sam went to hell for a pretty long time, like a year, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, hundreds of years in hell. So, um, because every month is 10 years, so it's 120. Um, I guess it's been two years. I'm so confused on how time and supernatural works still to this day. But uh, Sam is Sam knows how bad hell can be. I mean, like, truly knows how bad it can fucking be. So he's not... Yeah, and Sam wasn't just in hell. He was in, like, the super hell lockbox that Raphael and Lucifer... Would you say Sam was in super hell, Travis? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Did he go there for being gay, Travis? (laughs) (laughs) No, but Benny sure did. God, Benny did go to super hell for being gay, for sure. (laughs) I am so sorry, Benny. We would come get you if only we knew where you were. Also, we don't believe in bringing people back from the dead. What's dead should stay dead, Benny. What goes to the ground stays in the ground. Um. Oh fuck! I lost. I lost my train of thought. Uh. Yeah. Bobby's Bobby. It it was a non-agreement. Well, now I don't know what any agreements are actually agreements. Right. I am really bad at, bad at picking up hints. Which ones am I supposed to do? And which ones am I supposed to ignore? You have to tell me which ones are not agreements. I'm not just going to understand. <sighs> it is fair. Yeah. 
Like, Bobby definitely should not have said anything about the agreement. That was a shitty. Sure. Like, yeah. Apparently, Bobby was having a long ass day if he's seen two hundred Sams. Sure. But yeah, no. I mean, he's... to me, it was it, to me, it was the show saying, "See, Dean is right." Yeah. Yeah, because it does feel kind of right, and Sam is wrong. You know, again, not to go back to season five, but season five, Bobby, when Sam like inadvertently let Lucifer free, and at the time everybody was like, "Oh, you've doomed the fucking planet." Um, Mm -hmm. Do you know how Bobby responded? You know what? You're my son, and I'm here for you, and I love you, and we're gonna get through this together. Yeah. That is that is that is Bobby. Like he wouldn't blame sam for something like this in my opinion and if you think i'm wrong you can absolutely go straight to twitter.com at actually tall let me know your opinions (laughs) (laughs) i will never give out my twitter handle on the show again ever you have i i have but it's never happening again it's over now um but yeah oh i also will go ahead and say that i do feel I don't know if they had Jim Beaver for like two seconds and were only able to get the scenes they got. I don't know if Jim Beaver, speaking of, well, now we're a drama channel again, maybe Jim Beaver and Jensen Ackles fucking hate each other. I doubt it, but maybe they do. Uh, why couldn't they be on screen together? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I bet it was a scheduling thing. I It had to have been because... I have a question. Go on. How would that make sense in the story? Like, if Bobby comes back to the planet as just a soul, as just an ethereal thing, how are Dean and Bobby supposed to be on screen at the same time? Well, in, well honestly... In this, uh, sorry, go on. You, you know what I was thinking? I was like, okay, so they're going to bring Bobby out of out of hell and out of purgatory, and he's going to magically rematerialize his body because of reasons no but then he'll fade away see i in this hypothetical scenario because well and here's here's they fit so much in the into this episode that i feel like if they had done this they would have had to end the episode this way so here's why i think they didn't do it but when we remake supernatural and god with the prequels pushed our plans back even further so we'll go ahead and say three to five hundred years yeah just kind of like centuries now yeah (laughs) when we remake supernatural in three to five hundred years um how i would have i would i would i would have the goodbye for bobby be a little bit longer and i'd have him talk to sam and dean it felt a little rushed with them like trying to escape purgatory to the point where Bobby's last words to Sam were basically, I know we don't have much time to talk. And also, ooh, Dean's working with a vampire? Gross. <laughs> and I was just like, hmm, that would have been nice if, like, you know, one of the last times we're going to see you on screen, at least for a really long time, maybe this character that is beloved had been like, I love you. Be safe. Yeah. Literally anything. A wink, a nod. Yeah. You know what? That was Bobby's. Hey, Sam. Remember that time you came and helped me 
with uh, my flat tire. I really appreciated that. And then he fucked off to heaven, like, forever. <laughs> and now Sam and Bobby both have had those moments, and we just need Jensen Ackles to turn off the tears whenever Dean is sad. And then Dean can have the, like, the inappropriate reaction to somebody dying scene. <laughs> <laughs> to, to your loved one dying. <sighs> Um, can we talk about Benny's last words? Yeah. Because they made me feel a little bit. They cut you down in the cockles or something? They did. When Sam is like, come on, Benny, let's go. Um, Benny's... Oh, man. I never belonged here anyways. Uh, uh, first of all this right here is why fan fiction exists um yeah just so sad i just wanted him to top in sam's arm and leave and <sighs> take him back to dean yeah mm-hmm and then they could both get in therapy and work through their issues. Spoilers for our remake. <laughs> in the remake, Denny is canon. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is up, Denny's? Sorry. Um, Denny's sponsor us. Yeah. We will eat as many Grand Slams as you require. Um, what else this episode? Hit us in the in the feelings um, that we liked or disliked. Let's see. We talked about Bobby. We talked about Benny. Talked about Kevin. We've talked about Crowley. Uh oh, just like visually, I really liked this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, like we touched on hell a little bit, but there was some like prime locations going on mm-hmm. like the fucking what the vancouver woods are beautiful oh yeah um that was really cool and then like the the like alleys they were in with all the street art on it was really neat um yeah the way that uh ajay took sam to hell was really cool yeah, that was awesome. It was basically this like <clears throat> wall of street art with a door in the middle. Yeah, and it all like like melts away or something. Like, and the door opens. It was just so fucking cool. Just a very like visually compelling episode, and the um, the cold open with you know Kevin's limbs being chopped off was. A plus. Oh yeah, great. Really, really good practical effects this episode too. I I will go ahead and say that there was one practical effect that I think looked pretty bad, and that is when Soul Bobby is going to heaven. Just the look of that I thought looked pretty terrible, and then Crowley trying to stop him, it just looked a little oh, season yeah. one of Charmed. <laughs> yeah. It looked goofy. <laughs> Yeah, that one was a little goofy, but yeah. other than that. Yeah, other than that. Um, and I will go ahead and say that I'm feeling for Kevin. Like, I just want him to be happy. 
Mm-hmm. I want yeah, I want him to get out of this. To start taking care of. Uh, yeah. yeah. Lay off some trucker pills, dog. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. They call him Modafinil, but they. I was gonna make a pun, but then I realized I would have to mispronounce the medication. Modafil leaves you empty. I will say, um, Dean didn't get his pie this episode. That was so. No, he did not. Kevin took it. Yeah, that, that was the real tearjerker for me. I cried a single tear. More, That's yeah. true. Give up your pie Honestly. for a man in need, Dean. When Kevin, like, when Dean comes in with food and Kevin is just like, we can eat in the closet. It'll be safe here. Like, I, I start, I felt really bad for Kevin. Yeah. It was just like, oh, buddy. Because he's, what, 19 oh, at this point? Yeah. 20 at the oldest? Mm-hmm. Like, he's, yeah, this is rough for him. And he did not grow up in this. He didn't want this. He didn't ask for this. Hell no. We don't even know if he's Christian. Like, <laughs> does he even believe in the Judeo-Christian God? <laughs> um, I God, I don't think I don't think Chuck cares. Like, nah. he does not choose his uh, Chuck, Chuck don't prophets like this. Yeah, Chuck is gone. <laughs> he's just he's gone. Would you guys like to learn some fun trivia? Hell yeah. Um, first, I last thing I want to touch on is Naomi being around. Oh, yeah. Like, is she up to something? She's got to be up to something. She's almost certainly up to something. Because, like, why would she appear to Dean otherwise? You know what? I'll go ahead and say I want her to be up to something, but I kind of like her, and I don't want her to die i like her more than i liked um oh zachariah yes and uriel yeah because they were both like up to something but definitely in a bad way the whole time i i, I mean like i don't know now i mean, it was pretty up to something with Cass. oh yeah and trying to kill dean yes well yeah agreed those are all bad things to do um but I will go ahead and say that I appre- I appreciate we talked about this with Ajay where I appreciate a character who's just like you know I'm in it for myself I I I I, I don't like really give a shit about the greater good I'll scratch your back if you're scratch mine but I'm not gonna like go out of my way to fuck with shit either um, right. but then. You know, Naomi's thing is she's like, I'm in it for heaven. And mm-hmm. I feel like you could really take her character and kind of explore that and then have her turn away from it. Maybe realize that, you know, brainwashing angels is like, mur, mur, not a good thing. And yeah. kind of have her be, you know, like Crowley has been the token evil teammate. Kind of have her be like, if we're on the same side, I'll help you. But I'll also fuck you up if, you know you were trying to hurt heaven and then maybe have her realize like that it doesn't have to be that way. Humans and angels can coexist. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> but something tells me that's not going to happen. I don't know. Nah. This is just a general criticism for the show, but sometimes I feel like supernatural has female villains as an excuse to call them a bitch. So yeah, we've, yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeesh. <sighs> anyway, 
What's some fun trivia? Some fun trivia. This is the most fun trivia. The bumper sticker in Ajay's taxi reads, How's my driving? Call 1555. Go to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I did not catch that. (laughs) Garth's party boat is named Fizzle's Folly. Mr. Fizzle's is Garth's sock puppet. That's incredible. The giant devil's trap at the crossroads in this episode is where Supernatural Shake was filmed. Because, like, the Harlan Shake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did the meme. Oh, my God. Uh, Real real quick, when the... um, I loved how everyone in this episode was just like, yeah, y'all are the Winchesters. Yeah. Of course we know you. Of course we know who you are. You fuck everything up. Oh my that god. That's great. Why? Okay, so Ajay is a rogue reaper, reaper, also known as a cowboy in the episode. Coyote. Coyote, coyote. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Why the fuck is Ajay gone rogue? How do you even go rogue? You were death, my guy. Like Yeah, for real. This is this is why I want him in the show more. I want to know. I want to know who you are. I'm so interested in you. I want to know what love is. Um, so this episode has uh, something that I love, which is the hero, that would be Sam, going into the underworld, that would be Hell, to rescue Eurydice. That would be Bobby. Yeah. Uh, now, the story of Orpheus and Eurydice is not the only time Um a mythological Greek hero has gone into hell to save somebody. Uh, Hercules does it as part of his trials or his labors. Um, and then Odysseus also did it as part of his thing that he had. Basically, Odysseus uh, took some bad directions, didn't know how to use. He used Apple Maps instead of Google, and he got lost for a long time. <laughs> And then he got home and uh, killed all of the men who had been trying to fuck his wife and also his slaves who were innocent. Yeah, Greek heroes are complicated. But my favorite of the three are the story of Orpheus and Eurydice. And I've actually been thinking about them a lot recently because I've been playing Hades and they're both characters in Hades. Would you guys, before we got into the reviews, would you guys like to know that story? Absolutely. Okay. Ben, do you want to know the story? Hell yeah. Okay, great. Uh, I see what you did there, Ben. Thank you. Link. <laughs> so Orpheus and Eurydice are set to be married. Orpheus is a musician. Eurydice also matters, but I don't know how or why. She's an important person's daughter. Anyways, the day of her wedding, she is going out to pick flowers and is instead bit on the ankle by a stake and immediately dies. Orpheus, consumed by grief, travels down to Hades to meet with Hades and Persephone to try to get her back. After playing one of his songs, Persephone is moved to tears, and so Hades decides to make a deal with Orpheus. If he can lead Eurydice out of the underworld, then he will let them both go. But he cannot turn around and look at her until they are both out. Orpheus makes it out of hell and turns around to look at Eurydice, but she hasn't left yet. So the 
Orpheus fails, the deal is off. He tries to grasp Eurydice three times, and each time she's pulled away back into the underworld where she lives slash in deaths forever. And then she turns into a pillar of salt. And then Orpheus, consumed by his grief, was loudly wailing, and he gets torn apart by Dionysus's... I can't remember what they're called. I can never remember their name, but they're drunk, like, women who go around and tear up people. Oh. Yeah. Well. Yep. Damn. The end. (laughs) Yay! So, yeah. Would you like to hear some reviews of this episode? Absolutely. I'm sure you guys will not be uh, surprised to hear that this episode was pretty well received. Uh, Yeah. I would say most of the reviews are 7 out of 10s. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Uh, One of them says, Rushed. Nice storyline, but as mentioned by others, pretty rushed episode, like Sam going to hell and finding Bobby straight away. This could have been spread to two episodes, in my opinion. For instance, previous episodes were unnecessary and could have been used. And you know what? That's fair. That's fair, but also if this episode had taken two episodes, I would have put a bullet in my brain. (laughs) That's fair. Like, hey, sometimes it's okay to have a lot of stuff happen in one episode. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree that the seasons are too long, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think all of this happening in one episode is still an okay thing mm-hmm. because the last trial happened in one episode and that was fine. And the third trial will also probably happen in one episode. Yeah, that'll be episode the last. Okay. <laughs> probably. Probably. Manages to tie things together well. This is a 10 out of 10. This is one of the most plot-driven and transitory episodes that happens in the season. It largely exists to end character storylines, i.e. Benny, while forwarding the central narrative, i.e. the trials, while giving some fan service, i.e. Bobby, without a story in itself to tell. I would not give the script high marks for originality. I mean, to be fair, the whole going into hell to bring a soul out is as old as um, antiquity. But I do give it high marks for a smoothness and ease of which it blends together all these threads into a whole that works. I especially think the Benny story wrapped up in a satisfying manner. And then here is the lowest rated one, which is a three out of ten. Fastest taxi. A three? A three. Holy shit. What? Fastest taxi is somehow unsupernatural. What? Warning, spoilers. First of all, I have to say that this episode was a big disappointment for me. We just jump into the action. Kevin translated another part of the tablet. The trial is to deliver an innocent soul from hell to heaven. I can't get why Kevin was kept on the houseboat. It was not safe at all. I think that Sam and Dean could move him into the Man of Letters hideout. 
they brought through their their the Titan and his family. So why not Kevin who needed more protection? I said family like that because it's in scare quotes. Crowley in this episode acted like desperate, also in square quotes, Voldemort, talking to Kevin's head, speech, I am forever, and things not going as well as he pictured. Well, I have to say that the king of hell, who doesn't have control over his kingdom, is a bad king. How the hell did Sam manage to go there not spotted by Crowley? He had to be informed by some demon that he had to go have a chat with Ajay. Now, Sam in Purgatory, Cass and Crowley wanted to find the entrance to Purgatory for the whole season six, and this episode easier way was introduced mistake okay so that's fair and we haven't talked about it but the entirety of season six was crowley and Cass struggling to find the purgatory. purgatory and it turns out they just needed to talk to this rogue reaper the entire time that's i will i will give you that yeah i will give okay. you that HP 1993-739-9477785. Why would you make your username your goddamn social security number? <laughs> is, yeah, that is a good question. Now we can steal all your information, HP 1993-739-9477785. Yeah, we're waiting for your fucking response. Say something. Yeah. <laughs> Sam and Hell... Uh, another thing that makes Crowley look stupid. I will go ahead and say, I do agree. I don't think Crowley looked great this episode, as previously mentioned. Sam and Hell, why did they even have to show us? As it's said by someone here, the Hell was so great because it wasn't shown in the details. Dean being tortured in Hell is the best Hell ever. This episode just made his and John's and others suffering awkward. Everything that uh, what they needed was a good man who would have entered hell, took his soul into his arms, and leave. Nonsense. Of course, Alistair was in a different class. And what happened to the Crowley's hell? People waiting in the row, waiting there forever. The hell reminded me of the bad scenery where Osiris has his court. Cheap TV-like. Of course, it's a TV show, but Supernatural was known for their movie-like qualities. In the end, the hell wasn't hell at all. And how did Sam manage to find Bobby so quickly? Millions of souls should suffer there. Very half-baked. Kevin's mom's death was not shown. Positive things. Benny's sacrifice. Good moment between Jensen and, Jai, and Ty. Benny. As far as I'm concerned, I have to say that the style of narration is not typical supernatural way. Something odd is floating there. And the mistakes of the writers are more visible than ever. 3 out of 10. So I will go ahead and say that Kevin's mom is not dead. So it's okay that her death wasn't shown because that was a hallucination from Kevin. Exactly. Yeah. I I can definitely see how people would have missed that. Yes, absolutely. But it's not it, that didn't happen. Yeah. Nor did Kevin nor did Crowley show up in Kevin's head. Like that part episode, um, earlier in the episode, every scene with Crowley and Kevin, whether he's talking in his head or making him hallucinate things or showing up to kidnap him, none of that shit happened. That is, that is, that is all in Kevin's head. Yeah. Um, and we know that because when Sam and Dean return to the ship, all of the windows are intact. Mm -hmm. We also know that because that place was pretty heavily warded and there's just no fucking way that Crowley could get in. Pretty, it was pretty heavily warded and then Kevin warded it even more. Right. Yeah. There was just, there's just no way. 
the only Naomi could get in there because it wasn't warded against angels because they want cast to come back. Right. Um, and I will go ahead and say that I don't really have a problem. I mean, we mentioned the earlier in the episode that he does find Bobby really quickly, but truthfully, I don't really care that he finds Bobby so quickly. Yeah. Like, um, here's a interesting little tidbit about that on supernatural wiki. Um, it, it says upon this is like a little minutia thing upon entering hell Sam uses his watch as a marker to find the entrance again yes which and, I did think was really clever yeah and then they said Sam removing his watch could also be seen as a reference to time having no meaning in hell mm-hmm. and I agree with that because like you know it has been stated in the lore that like a year in heaven is like 120 years or like a month in yeah a month in hell is like a year so um the other dilation and all that shit well that and we don't know how much time sam spends looking for bobby like there's a cut and we see another scene he is 24 hours and by the time he makes it back to purgatory to be picked up he's panicking because ajay should be there yeah, so he gets back, like, within, you know, minutes of his deadline. I'm right, assuming. yeah. So he, you know, he, we don't really know how much time he spent looking for Bobby. It's not like he walked in and Bobby was right there. And again, even if he was, I don't really give a shit um, because I just don't care. What I care more about is is relieving some of the mystery of hell, right? That's also yeah, why I, yeah. I'm not a big fan of hell just being or of heaven just being like a white hallway, because we're losing the magic. Like I can imagine something so much crazier than what supernatural can put on TV. So don't show me what you can put on TV because it's gonna look bad. For yeah, sure. I think um, yeah, I, I think some of these complaints just have to do with like media literacy. Yeah, and knowing that you know, in show time does not always have to be uh, real time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's there is another little fun tidbit here, and that's um, from where Dean was in Kansas City is a 26-hour drive up to where he needed to be in Maine. Right. And they estimate that Sam spends two days in purgatory and hell because he spends, you know, the first 24 hours finding Bobby. Right. And then the next 24 hours with Benny and Bobby finding the scene. hmm So that still gives Dean enough time, you know, the 25-plus-hour drive to get to where he needs to be in Maine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a cool little, like, detail. Yeah. I don't know if it's on purpose, but also, like, in general, you know, time doesn't have to mean anything when you have the power of film editing. Right. And we make jokes like, oh, every city in the United States is, is one, one drive, drive away. away. It's one day's drive away. But, like, and... we're really not trying to be pandantic about it like is it a plot hole well not really it's that you know watching two people drive to go kill a monster isn't as fun as watching them kill a monster 
So yeah. and like, of course, they're still in their same clothes. They've been driving for thirty hours. Right. Yeah. Like, I just really don't care all that much. Now, I will go ahead and say, when I first watched the episode, I was like, oh, I wonder if he's how he's going to find Bobby amid all of the souls of hell. And I think it would have been cool if Sam had like, okay, so I personally am a fan of which Sam? Sam with powers. I want Sam to do magic shit. Um yeah. So I think it would have been cool if Sam had like used magic to find Bobby, you know, uh, if he had, if he had used the watch to like, or like a compass or something, I think that would have been neat. Um, yeah. but he didn't and that's fine. And again, it's, it's really not that big a deal. Like not everything in a story has to make sense sometimes. Yeah. And not everything has to mean something. Right. Sometimes the cigar is just a cigar. That's not quite what's happening here, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, uh, one thing, uh, one other thing I didn't like about the episode is uh, Bobby's reaction to, to Dean like working with a vampire. It really is like that season two episode never happened. <laughs> yeah. Can, can we decide? how we feel about monsters in general and vampires in specific, please. Do we like them or not? Very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Any um, final thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, hopes, wishes, dreams, realities, alternate realities? I'm just... Uh, Harsh I'm realities. Looking forward, I'm looking forward to seeing what is coming up because now we've also seen like obviously we saw sam have a kind of a physical reaction to completing the first trial without dean mm -hmm. but then this time dean got to witness what happens to sam once the trial is done mm -hmm. and so i am interested to see dean's reaction to that and also how dean is going to start feeling about sam completing all the trials I am very excited to get to the end of the season. I feel like it's going to wrap up. I was, I realized something today as I was watching Taxi Driver. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I already know how the season ends, so I'm not trying to give any spoilers. But if they do, if they had left it here, not with how it ends. But if they had done what they planned to do, and by they, I mean the characters, and had left it here, I think I would have been okay with Supernatural ending at season eight. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Spicy. Yeah. Speaking of, it's, it's, it's time to ask that question. Uh, Travis, the next episode is called Pac-Man Fever. What do you think it's about? Oh, well, it's a fucking Robbie Thompson episode. <laughs> fucking anything. Hey, you be polite. That man is running the Supernatural prequel. And yeah, have some goddamn respect, have sir. Have some goddamn respect. We're going to have to watch that. We're going to have to watch right. that bullshit. Fucking that nobody fucking wants. 
something something classic video game reference something star wars something dungeons and dragons robbie thompson episode we're done all right well i don't know if it's gonna happen next week but it probably fucking will and if it does we'll talk about it on hey Asput. thank you so much for listening uh if you enjoy this show at all and you want to support us hit hit us up on itunes leave us a review check out our website hapcast.com where you can find links to all of our social media including our twitter and instagram at hapcast and our facebook hey Asput, a supernatural podcast uh, you can also find the link to our patreon where for three dollars a month you can get access to the other show we do, our bonus show called Let's Jag Ass, where we watch things that supernatural actors have been in that are in fact not supernatural. Uh, also, we have a Discord now. Yeah, and if- that's exclusive for Patreon, and it doesn't have to be at $3 like Let's Jag Ass. You can give as little as $1. As long as you're a patron, you get to join the Discord. Yeah, so if you want to talk to us and other supernatural fans about supernatural or anything uh you know join join us yeah join us on patreon and join us on discord yeah yeah. uh we'd we'd love to to have you we'd love to chat yeah please come talk to us we're lonely yeah we need new friends um Mm -hmm. until next time have fun don't die. Bye. This is a book written by Misha Collins' wife, uh, Vic- Victoria Van Tock. Van Tock. Oh, is this, is this the fucking the threesome handbook? Make the most of your yeah. favorite yep. fantasy. And there is a there is a dedication to someone referred to as M. <gasps> This has been floating around for a hot minute, and I'm here for it because yeah. I mean, look at Misha; he fucks. And when oh, I say yeah. he, oh, fucks, he, he fucks, he fucks. Um, so like I'm having Misha Collins reads. on the show. Can we have her on the show? Yeah, she sounds real. amazing. <laughs> also, this book seems pretty well reviewed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, three point nine eight out of four. That's pretty much as good as you get.
I don't think it even has to do with supernatural fans reviewing it. I think it. I think they're all like legit. They're yeah. They're, it's not just like fluffed up by supernatural fans. Yeah. I mean, this it did uh, kind of hit Reddit and Twitter a ways back. I saw it on uh, TikTok. Oh shit. Because someone was like, this boy's sexual life is just out there, y'all. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know what? Good for him. Yeah. And for, for her. Him. Yeah. We are not well, in a place to judge. Boy. Yes. Good. Can this <laughs> be the singer? Am I what? <laughs> still, still recording? recording? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely the stinger. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm ready to get into it. <laughs> 